<laughs> Crap. Okay. Let's try this again. I'm keeping this in. FYI. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Now All right. we're starting. Are so. you recording over there too, honey? Okay. Just thought maybe you were contributing. Oh, well. Whatever. So this is the first ASD that's going to go up since January. January 3rd. I know, right? Is Wait, no. January? 13th. Yeah, January 13th was, last was one. the last one that went live on the website. And a lot has happened. Really. A, a lot has happened. And, you know, first thing to probably point out is that a lot we have of a different co-host yes 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 so, this is a lot different yes you are who i am sean frost i have been on here before with my beautiful wife and i am also the third member of raking coals yes yes so sean joined us it's been what a month now as a At regular least, contributor yes. on the raking coals podcast so uh kind of a background for everybody is cody has expanded and he's started he has. his own company with one of our other previous guests, Zach Butler, um, and started a, a company called Steel Lake Studios. So he's been swamped with that, and it's one of the reasons why we haven't been able to do an ASD. So I talked to Cody, and he's, I said I would love Sean to come on, and we can start doing AS, ASDs together. So, Sean, welcome. Yes, um, yes, thank you. I'm so Cody excited. drop by every once in a while, but... For now on, it's us, right? Yeah, yeah, so, I'm excited. I love we it. We are trying something new this week. We have a camera. <laughs> We're, we actually, there's a lot going on. We got food ordered and on the way. We got a camera going on. One angle for now. Um, yes. This is kind of like our test run. Yes, um, this is a test run for everything. So if the audio is not great, hopefully it gets better. Yes, yes. So, so We're using different software, a different computer. Computer. I got a headset because we don't have a second USB mic. Um, so we're just, we're playing it by ear. We're hanging out. It's fun. So Yeah, but. so hopefully this all comes out very, very good. Um, we're, yep. we're, we're optimistic. Um, we're going to keep working at this until we get it exactly how we like it. Maybe um, get different equipment. Different, okay. yes. We'll possibly different equipment. Um, to help us out and um, I know so right now um, we are at my house we're in yes. my basement yes. um, very nice basement yes thank you thank you, really good job fixing this up. I try I try but we are in the uh, I'll say the d- downstairs we'll just call this the family room okay. let's just call it that it's where our TV is it's where we have a big comfy couch um, but I have a room off to the side that um, we might actually turn into um kind of like a multi-use room so when josh does come to my house to record or cody when if we do raking coals here we'll set it up nicely maybe get the camera put up real nice so we can have audio visual and kind of have it soundproofed yep um because i have a little one on the way um who cares if the little one makes noise i i I don't personally. I, I don't. don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it just kind of you know tuck us out you know out right. of the way so we can kind of do our own thing. Get us out of your wife's hair. Yes. Yes. So yeah, no. I have you. Li- so I listen to a podcast all the time, and the guy who's on it, 
like you constantly you hear his kids screaming in the background because they're fighting or <laughs> running around the the office and i think it actually makes the podcast come more alive and like it's not like super serious it kind of gives it that feeling of there's life in the background and like these are normal like it also shows like these are normal people too like they have families their kids do crazy things like like every other family's kids right yeah so i could care less if the little one makes noise in the background. yeah i mean personally i don't i don't care either right. but you know it's the, the idea behind it too is you know if we want to reach a broad audience um you know and try to draw people in it's it's better to cover all bases i mean is it something i'm really super concerned over no but you know if if we're if we're afforded an opportunity you know you know why you know why not you know what i mean um plus it's it's kind of cool to be like like hey let's just go to sean's basement and record in the studio yeah we can actually we can say studio. studio. If I ever buy a house, there's going to be a studio room. Yeah, like, abs- that's absolutely. That's a guaranteed thing that's yeah. going to have to be in there. There's a lot of things in your in, in a house that you have talked about before. Yeah, not, not no, on I podcast. Just... Well, okay, so most of the stuff is like garage. Yes. Most of the stuff's going in the garage. Um, I have a plan for a garage. I've, I've explained it in depth with you. Yes, his garage is going to definitely be bigger than the house. Probably. It wouldn't surprise me if the garage... I mean, at this point, it's going to be two stories, <laughs> which is a little ridiculous. And, like, I I want this thing set up so that, like, you could actually entertain out of it. Like, sink, like, toaster oven, whatever, and then, like, you got the normal doors and then a side garage door. It, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, well, yeah, why... Why not? I mean... I also want to live in the middle of nowhere, too. So that's that's another thing. That I would love to live in the middle of nowhere. I love being in the middle of nowhere. Um, I love it. I yes. want a pond. You want a pond. I want 100%. Which is funny, because like, you, you want a big pond where you can stock fish. And stock fish. fish go fishing. Maybe put a boat in there. Like Maybe a boat. Like, Did you see that one pond? It's it's not even... I would, I would call it like a mini lake. Down the street in that one person's backyard off of 57 i saw driving down here um, oh yeah, yeah yeah it's like a quarter mile down the road and they i've got the, looked up the that house boat in the pond <laughs> that that house is pushing three quarter million is it really yes Dude, it's that, it's gorgeous yes it is um, they they have that they got a lot of fun that's pond they have a lot goals. of fun that's um like- <laughs> personally I wouldn't mind having something that big because then they got jet skis in it. It's yeah, huge. Yeah, I mean, of of course that's that's super fun, but for me personally, I think something just like a half acre to an acre pond. I mean, an acre pond mm-hmm. even. You know, that's as big as my property. Now, okay. that's that's a big pond to have. Yeah. Um, and you know to stock it, there there there's ways. You know, with aerators, fountains, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can, you know, keep it clean, mm-hmm. throw some carp, you know, in there. And right. you can buy sterile mm-hmm. uh, carp. Um, but, um, yeah, put a little bit of vegetation in there and you can have a fully functioning 
Uh, yeah, yeah, abso- absolutely. Um, you know, and that's that's what I want, and I want it for the security. Mm-hmm. I want it, you know, for the leisure because mm-hmm. I can go fish whenever I want. Right. I don't need a license. Um, a lot of stuff in there we can do with the family, um, you know. But but mostly it's to provide food if if I ever had to, um, for whatever reason. Right, it's a it's a it's a pretty close and easy source of protein. Um, absolutely, absolutely, and I get I get teased um, for bison farming um, because ever since you brought that up to me, I have mentioned it, and I get teased for it. Why? Like like people making fun of you, or like, oh, you just want to like be a farmer at this point. I'm going to look over to my beautiful wife who is observing on the she, couch. I have a feeling she's the one who keeps on teasing you. It, yeah, yeah. And it's, 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 all, it's all good fun because obviously we don't have the property for it. It ain't just you. No, it's, 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 it's uh, her parents too. But, gotcha. But it's, it's, it's one of they, those things too. They had too. that one farm. Remember I was telling you about it when we were looking at places on the internet that one night? No. The the twenty five acre horse farm with oh, the barns. Yeah. 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 And, and and that's the thing too, you don't need the 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 barn. Right. No, but I still want the barn because I mean I want to work out, out of it. That's that's the reason I want the big garage is I want to be able to do everything I can do at the gym in the garage. Yeah. And you know, I've thought about it too, like if I can get a decent property like like that, like mm-hmm. say to just twenty acres and a lot of it's wooded, that's great because that now that's another source yeah. you know you can hunt on it um you know i'm a second amendment uh activist i'll say enthusiast um so Come i like run. yes i, I like that. i like shooting i like gun safety i want to teach it to my kids and um you know and even to other people but you can get a pond dug for like five grand an acre that's not bad and an acre pond is pretty is big, big. Yeah. and and that's probably even just low end mm-hmm. but that's and probably just digging it mm-hmm. but um now how would you fill it like with the water would you just wait for the rain to fill it up or would uh, you actually like pump it in from the hydrant on the end of you the could probably have it pumped in okay um which that's which a, which costs that's a killer costs water money. bill <laughs> yeah um or if you're lucky you could maybe have the land surveyed and find a well or underground spring. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think I think how that's much something. The survey would cost. I have no idea. Anyway. But but you know even and another thing I thought of was okay keeping our house now just putting work into it and then just buying a property. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put a building on it. Right. Um, but just somewhere where we I we can go, we can just go to have it. a pond there. Mm-hmm have you know hunting land and maybe if we want to stay there for a weekend build a cabin or yeah. something or just take an rv mm-hmm. fun maybe stuff just i mean like my sister her fiance's family they have a camper in erie and just in like they rent the lot this plot that the campers on and they just always have it there so like weekends they're almost always up there yeah. one of them one yeah. of them's always up there doing like working trying to get away trying to just relax yeah, I think I think that would be really really great to have. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm going to change the topic. I'm just we've talked about this a little bit, but uh, so last episode 
of ASD was January 13th, and the topic, if I am correct, I'm going to pull it up real quick. Um, that was a Cody long time I, ago. What? That was a long time ago. That was the beginning really of the year. <laughs> the beginning of 2022 weeks in. Yes. So, so it was episode 19 of ASD. The topic was it the title was it's a new year, but we must talk episode 9. So we ended up talking about Star Wars a lot. And I have a feeling <laughs> we're going to do that a lot today, which yes. I am perfectly fine with. I'm 100% fine with that. But let's let's just go through a summary of 2020, <laughs> right? So, 2020 starts, and we kind of compiled a list, and we can go through a little bit of this, but we had the impeachment of Donald Trump, uh, the world was on fire for a little bit in Australia, uh, we had World War Three possibly starting, uh, we had yes. King John, Kim Jong-un, the ruler of North Korea, who died and came back to life, apparently, um... Then the plague happened, and all of us got got exiled to our houses. Yes. <laughs> and are good. still exiled to our houses in yeah. some cases. Yes. Um, we had murder hornets. We had cocaine high boars or pi- wild pigs running around. Mm. Um, we had riots and protests. Um the DOD supposedly confirming UFOs exist again. Um, then TikTok showed up out of nowhere. And, and might be going, going away. away. <laughs> <laughs> what, 45 uh, days? What? Is, what's the time frame? 45 uh, days dude. on that order? I remember when TikTok was like starting to get popular with people our age and a little bit older. And that was, that was February. Yeah. I never liked TikTok. Dude, TikTok. TikTok makes me mad. Because I don't see the point. Like, it reminds me of Snapchat, and I, I didn't like Snapchat. Well, part of it, too, is it, it enhanced these stupid challenges. Like, like I don't understand, like, people our age and younger anymore. Um, I just I just don't. I just can't fathom why they think everything is a challenge now. Like, like I can understand. Okay, the cinnamon challenge. I remember that. That's, I tried that. That sucked. That's a legitimate challenge. Um, that's something that's challenging. Or even dump. Or even the um, ALS challenge, ice bucket challenge. Did that? Okay, that's a challenge because yep. you got to endure ice cold water. Getting okay? dumped on you. But now. Okay, question, really quick, because you brought up the ALS challenge and the ice bucket challenge. When you did it. Were you smart enough to wait for the ice cubes to thaw out? Um, no, and I also <laughs> stripped down naked and did mine. Nice. I could not do that because I had teenagers around. Um, we did it at youth group one night at church, and it was at Pathway when we were going to Pathway. <laughs> so you know, so the building has like this balcony area in the back where the second floor kind of comes at. Like, there's a door from to get into the second floor, and that's where they dump the huge bucket off of for me but they had like 15 pounds of ice still in it that hadn't thawed so when they dumped it it was like just little bricks just nailing you in the it was a hailstorm it was terrible yeah i somebody challenged me and i forget who it was well 
they started talking junk. They said, was it my dad? Okay, yes, my uh, beautiful wife just reminded me it was my dad. So it was my dad. Now that I now she's that. So he challenged me, and in his video, he says, I'm going to show you more or less how a real man does it. And he stripped down to his underwear and did it. So, so I'm you like, had to one-up him. Oh, absolutely. Don't, don't, come on, come on. Don't challenge me and say that's how a real man does it. Because if you're going to do something and say this is how – Oh, this is how this so so and so or you know insert whatever here does it. Don't leave a possibility to be one upped, because I'm gonna expose you, and I did. I did it butt By naked. Exposing yourself. Yes, but I was at home. Just want to make that clear. There were no young kids around or anything like that. I turned my backside to the camera, and I did it. And then, I challenged my buddy, and he did it at work with a front end loader. Took minutes to fill a front end loader bucket, and obviously by the time it filled, all the ice was melted. But t- dumped and then t- almost knocked them over. Oh, I bet that's There's so a, much water. That's a lot of. It was a lot of water. water. Yeah. So you know there was still room to be one up, and he did. So, but nice. but yeah, it's they got all these stupid challenges. Did you? And they're okay. not even challenging. It's like, like I I know it's not. It wasn't from TikTok. I don't think, because like I said, I don't like the app. I never, you know, never really had it. But to, you know, get out of your car and dance to a Drake song, for instance, was a challenge. That's not a challenge. You can get out of your car and dance, especially when someone else is driving. Right. You're getting out of the passenger. Okay. So... So yeah, those there's just so many stupid stuff that's not even a they're not even challenging. They're not okay, even well, real challenge. My with with all this COVID stuff that's been going on, COVID nineteen, even though we're in twenty twenty. Um the the toilet seat challenge. Did you see that? Is that the one where they're licking it? Yeah, people were going yeah. around licking toilet seats. Like yeah, how dumb smart. is that? I don't Now, to a degree I will call that a challenge. Just for the simple fact that you are taking a significant risk of, like, I'm going to lick this toilet seat and not catch something or not get sick. As as, as stupid as as, I know. as it okay. sounds. Right. You know, and, and this is just me being, you know, devil's advocate. But, no, that to me is still not a challenge because it's pointless. It's stupid. I'm not going to lick a toilet seat My to. My question is who came up with it? Because who in their right mind is going to go into a public bathroom and lick a toilet. Like, who who thinks of it? These <laughs> apps, and I Vine at one point was was like that. Vine, yeah, I remember it, that. It brings out stupid people. Yeah. It brings out the stupid in people. And it's well, all to appease to an audience just to get views. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, like, I think that's what all social media is at this point. Yeah. And, and especially when it comes to... Like the rioting that's been going on and the advocacy that you see on social media, uh, one thing that like it's a sentiment that I I shared and I, I heard it on a podcast this past week, um, and, and it's really stuck with me. It was someone's talking and or the person who said it. Her name is Tasia. Um, she's an athlete down in Cooksville, Tennessee, with CrossFit Mayhem, 
and they do a Bible study podcast every week. Every week. Okay. And um, it, the the episode was from July fifth, so it's it's a little dated, but um, she was talking about something that she had heard, heard in church and and how the pastor had pointed out that when it comes to social media and people posting and people on the internet what's going on is a lot of people are trying to make a point but nobody's trying to make a difference yeah and and like if you like we're christians so we're going to speak from that perspective but as a christian you're called to make a difference and that means that you it's not good enough just to make a point but you have to actually live it out, right? Yeah. And, and I feel like what we live in a culture now where, especially when it comes to social media, it's all about getting people to look and like what you're putting out there. Because you get that endorphin rush, right? You get that, be- and, and, and it trains your brain into believing that that your value is tacked on to the number of likes on your Instagram. Yeah. The number of likes and reactions you get on your um, on your Facebook post. And honestly, like, one of the things that have come out, and it's really true, is peop- a lot more people are dealing with depression now because of social media. And they've they studies have come out and shown that, like especially in the teenager young adult demographics, like there's a lot of mental illness and depression that comes out from and it's and it's caused by social media. Oh yeah, and that that actually started way early on, even before yeah. Facebook with MySpace. Yeah. I remember it was. So MySpace started out with this thing. What was it? Did it start out as top four or was it top eight friends? And then they they eventually expanded it so you can Mm -hmm. change how many of your top friends were. But, like, if you weren't on someone's top friends or if they put you on their top friends, they had to be on the – you know, you you had to, like, trade that spot with somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you were, like, valued by how many – people had you on their top friends or how many friends you had period yeah. and i you know i remember well i mean that's facebook now right if, essentially how yeah. many followers do you have yeah um, um and you know and then in this case obviously you don't have like top followers you know right. that you can display but but even back then you know i remember somebody like they got back at somebody um on their myspace by figuring out their login and not not even worrying about the content or posting anything nasty, just deleting the friends list. And this person had, you know, like at that at that point it was like it was still a big number, but like mm-hmm. ten thousand friends. Oh. And obviously they don't they they didn't know them all. Admitted it that they don't know them all, but went and they deleted all of them. Wow. Imagine, imagine that's that's how you one up somebody. That's how you get back at somebody was by logging in to their account. Excuse me, and deleting their friends list. It's it's just just crazy. Social media has changed society so in oh, so yeah. much in so many ways. Well, I mean, I mean, we're. I, do you think it's fed into this like idea of cancel culture? 
I, I mean, the, the, I think the whole on-demand world has kind of done that. But do you think it's kind of fueled this a little bit more? Um, oh, a, a, abs, absolutely. Because because normally, it, you know, the only way you would have any knowledge of anything like that is someone would have to write an article. Mm-hmm. It'd have to be in the paper or a magazine. Um, and then, you know, someone would have to read it. And then you guys would have to talk about it. Now it's just you can scroll through your feed and it's there, yeah. you know, um, which, you know, I can I, I can understand, you know, what cancer culture is mm-hmm. to a degree, but I think people take it to an extreme. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, you know, just because you dislike somebody because you have a difference of opinion, you know, I don't think you got to go around canceling that person Mm -hmm. you know like like um for instance supporting the president Mm -hmm. people advocated to cancel various celebrities um they're trying really hard with kanye west now Mm -hmm. since he you know ever since he came out in support of uh the president and then even announced his running now now they're attacking him personally Mm -hmm. and it you know trying to cancel him and it's like why you know, ha- have a conversation, you know, and let's let's talk about things. Let's find some common ground. We we ultimately don't have to agree, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to shut you down, so don't shut me down. Right. Yeah, I think I think it's that idea of we What's the cat doing? She's trying to get into your stuff. It's fine. It's cool. Anyway, no, I think I think we we're, we're at this point where, I mean, really, people just, instead of discussing things and having a discussion, it's now... Ad hominem. Let's say that again. Ad hominem. Hominem. Sorry. <laughs> hominem. Sorry, I said it's it too just, fast yeah, and I, yeah. I stuttered of, a little. Instead of that, and yeah, they're just like, I'm done talking to you and I'm never going to talk to you ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's complete shutdown or... Or I don't like what you're saying, Josh, right. and I'm gonna bring up something negative about you, like, yep. like I'm gonna attack your person. Mm-hmm. And I will say, like, there are a couple people that I don't talk to when I see them, but that's more, at, at least in most of those cases, it's there's a boundary that I've set up between me and that person for a reason, and that person knows what the boundary is, and it's like. I, I'm sorry I'm not saying anything to you, but here's the reason why. And um, and that's mostly, like, relationship stuff. Um, but it's just, it's funny because, like, we, we were talking about this off the, off the camera and off the mic. So just people just breaking up friends groups because of their, like, the group is creating drama within itself on social media because one person posts one thing. And then this person doesn't agree. And, and then it just snowballs. And it just snowballs, yeah. Yeah. And and it's not even just friend groups either. Uh, families. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's it's just, it, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've... I'd watch the cat. It's going to hit that glass. <laughs> you no, know, she's going to drink out of it. She loves to drink out of people's glasses because she's, okay. she's a person. But, uh, um, no, it's... If Chloe comes over here, we'll put her on the camera. But I think, like, 
when I saw her walking towards that glass, I was just thinking of like all those memes and all those things where the cat just looks at the glass and just goes. That's Jonah. No more. And Jonah's a hider because Josh is here and Josh is big and scary. Yeah, Jonah. Jonah doesn't like me. Jonah's never liked me. He, to, to be honest, he doesn't like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. He's slowly starting to um, warm up to Mr. and Mrs. Letner, but okay. um, yeah, um, you're big and scary, Josh. Yeah. In Jonah's eyes, it's you are a monster. Um, Chloe doesn't care. He's having flashbacks to the time I used that flash shoe um, when we were taking those Christmas pictures. <laughs> possibly. Possibly. Hey, oh, come he's on. Going for it. Hey. Uh, Chloe. Oh, there she goes. I saw. I, you she, saw the tongue come out? Yep, yep. That is now her water. She'll be back. Um, fun, fun, fun. But, yeah, even, even uh, families. Yeah. You know, it's and it's, it's just a terrible, terrible thing. And, um, you know, I've said for a long time now, um, even back in high school, that the downfall of, I, I said the downfall of America, but it's, it's looking more like American society, which I, I guess is kind of the same thing. The downfall of America... Is social media, and I said that back when, you you know, because when I made this statement, that was when we were all on MySpace mm-hmm. and Facebook had just came yeah. out, and everyone was debating and fighting over which um, which one was better. Mm-hmm. Like like you're basically cool if you switched over to MySpace to or to Facebook to some people, but then to other people you were cool if you were on MySpace. Right. And even before that, it was, man, check out, we, spending hours and hours finding all these layouts, thinking you're a computer programmer because all you did was copy and paste a code to have this awesome MySpace layout and a song that automatically plays and a playlist. And See, and, I never did MySpace. I was never no? on MySpace. Facebook was my first foray in the social media. And well, you probably, you probably, yeah, you were probably too young for MySpace. No, no, to... I was in high school when everybody was getting MySpace. At least when, like, Facebook came out, like, really hit. I was a freshman in high school when okay. Facebook came out. Okay, yeah, it, it started getting, like, really popular when I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, it, it, had, it had a relatively slow start. Right. And, and then it and, just boomed. Yeah, and I, re- I remember I was, like, super resistant to get on Facebook. Um, but the only reason I did was because our family left the country to visit Egypt for, and visit family and see like see where my parents grew up and stuff. And um, and we were gone for we were gone for at least the entire month of December and some of January. Like it was and and like the only way you could communicate with people back home at that time without paying long distance phone was Facebook. So um, that's why I got a Facebook. It was 2006 and I I didn't get a Twitter until after high school and that was only because Cody forced me to as essentially he, <laughs> he made a Facebook account and said not Facebook a Twitter account and said here you go and then Instagram was next I didn't get an Instagram account until so I, I didn't go to college right out of high school right I, it took it took me two years to get to college, and I didn't. So between graduating and getting into college, that's when I got my Instagram, 
and Snapchat showed up and I did it for like a month and then shut it down because they used way too much data. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, no, I honestly like, so what social media do you use now? Like primarily? Primarily, I, w- it, I'm, I would say Facebook, yes. Okay. okay. See, I'm more of an Instagram guy. Yeah. So, which is facebook i mean facebook yeah yeah same same company but yeah it's it's funny you 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 mentioned that about going to egypt and the only way to communicate because i remember because you're only what like two three years younger than me um i'm two years younger than you yeah so and you said what year was was six oh six so okay okay so this was actually um the summer before my freshman year so this was two years prior i went to australia okay and um it was you know there 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 was i mean yeah there was myspace but mm-hmm. but we didn't have like all these super cool smartphones that you right. had now you know you had flip phones mm-hmm. you know and so you you when i went when i went to australia i had to buy a phone card to call yeah, home phone and use a pay phone yep um oh i did that oh I, yeah, yeah yeah it was it, you know, those are obviously the long gone. Don't know what phone card. Lauren, do you know what a phone card is? A what? A phone <laughs> card. Yeah, like when you, like you charge your, like put your minutes on, like that. Yeah, like the old school. So, because yeah. Lauren's younger but, than both of us. Yeah, but not for a cell phone. This was to like use pay phones. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, international phone cards. Yes, they they used to be they're, a thing. They're still around. They, you can still buy them. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And it's, they're expensive. Yeah, because you know I remember it wasn't. Wait. You, no, you it's about the same. It was about the same same time um, yeah. in the office when when Michael got sucked into that pyramid scheme. Remember that episode? <laughs> yeah, that that yeah. <laughs> oh man, I can picture it uh, in my head now. But yeah, terrible. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I remember that vividly, and you know, again, you know, it. I just thought even at that time, as a kid in high school, that you know this isn't this is or is going to be an issue because here we are, fighting and arguing amongst ourselves in our peer group mm-hmm. that you know, it's MySpace versus Facebook, mm-hmm. and it was just. I mean, it was it was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And I saw something come out because you know e- even back then you know oh did you see what so and so said on Face or on a uh, MySpace blah 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 and then you go look on MySpace mm-hmm. it's like they didn't say that at all or the person completely took it out of context mm-hmm. and then what do you see now? It's the same thing. It's the same exact thing, yeah. just more dance. Yep. Easy, easier to find, easier to see, easier yeah. to share. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's like it's like the one thing that really gets me too, and is this is so much, or more so much out of the older crowd. But I'll see them post the viral thing that went around about um, going to your blocking and typing in fact checker or, or fact checking and all this stuff, and you know claiming that oh I had I had a hundred things come up that I had to block and all these profiles and blah blah, blah. and then it's like well if you look at all the names, it's because they're you know tied to Mm -hmm. what you searched Mm -hmm. facebook does not use private profiles they use algorithms Mm -hmm. and if they did use private profiles then why are you not telling people 
instead of going in and you know saying oh they just keep coming we can't stop them they just keep coming and coming and coming and you got to go every day you got to block 40 people every day or you'll get fact checked it's like wouldn't it be more advantageous to change your privacy settings to where these private profiles can't look at your posts and fact check them did you still get fact checked? Yeah, because they use an algorithm, right. and then a third party reviews the information, yeah. and then they will they will deem it. And that's a totally separate issue. But mm-hmm. it's like that's something that spread like wildfire, mm-hmm. and it's like that's that's not how it works. Yeah. It's not true. Now here's here's a here's my follow up question to this is with with COVID and quarantines and social distancing and just everything that we kind of listed and said happened right are you starting to get fatigue when it comes to social media um yes i i think i am yeah and it's it's mainly because you know it, 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 depending on the subject, you know, mm-hmm. if, if it's a political thing, there's a line driven between two parties. And people don't care about anything about other than what side of that line they stand on. Mm-hmm. So if something is posted or said about the opposing side, mm-hmm. it it's, you know, it's, you know, they, they share it. Mm-hmm. Share, 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 share. Tell everybody. Right. And it's like... You know, without without looking at the information and then without researching it, without fact checking it yourself, and you know, whenever they're presented with something that opposes their side, they fight it tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm not saying you shouldn't defend yourself or your viewpoint, but it's that's that's the point of having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Express your point of view. Hear someone else's. Mm-hmm. Maybe find some common ground. Mm-hmm. You know agree to disagree mm-hmm. if you will but it's 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 exhausting because you know especially now with today with with what's going on and today's political climate or even things that aren't political that are more on the social side it's that's all you're seeing right and i can understand there are some important issues but it's like man can we just for a second just talk about Right. something else just to, mm-hmm. just just for a little bit right you know yeah. so it's exhausting yeah. it is well that my issue with it was like that it was exhausting and like i actually had to go in and like so i have an iphone so i set up my screen time like limits so i get five minutes five to 15 minutes depending on what it is for social media and it just gives me enough time on Facebook to check birthdays and to just check on, like, certain people that I know. Like, See I'm, if there's any notifications. Right. Yep. And then, like, on the – so, like, I run the Facebook page for this and for Raking Coals. And then I run the Instagram page. So I give myself 15 minutes on there so I can get the daily post up. Right? Um, but – I went through my feed and I started like on like muting people because you can do that now. Yeah. So like I muted ninety percent of the stories <laughs> and ninety uh, probably like sixty percent of the people. And it's just like I don't I. There is no value coming to me by following you, so I'm muting you, right? Yeah. And and part of it is just kind of that. 
it's just for me it was like um trying to really just kind of limit how many different facets of information are coming towards me because it is exhausting to kind of keep everything in focus right yeah everything in perspective but yes no because you know the other thing that i heard that people said they're dealing with right now is zoom fatigue yeah and being done a lot of things are on zoom you know i i finished out the school year um and i'm starting out uh in september classes Mm -hmm. are going to be on zoom are and, they? Yeah. Because okay. originally you said that they were going to be I was person, wrong. Right? I was okay. wrong. I actually went back and, and, and read. Um, so the only thing that is going to be in person at the hall is um, tests and quizzes. Okay. So okay. maybe labs. I don't know if we'll do labs, but maybe. Okay. But, yeah, everything's going to be on Zoom. And it's, it's, it's exhausting because... You're at home, and it's it's really the last thing you want to do while you're at home. Right. Is get on the computer, mm-hmm. and you know, especially if, if you're spending a lot of time on social media, because mm-hmm. you're already looking at a screen. Right. Now you're going to a screen because, like, for a lot of people too, and I'm sure this may be true for a lot of people who are saying they're Zoom fatigued is going to church or to a study group or going out and doing things is a means of escape Mm -hmm. for all of that and that social interaction is so much better like the last couple episodes of raking coals that we recorded uh you cody and i have done it all remotely Mm -hmm. and it's completely different yeah it's yeah it's completely different Mm -hmm. and i and i and i know you do too and i'm sure cody does too we prefer in person right um and, you know, I, you know, of, of course, you know, we can do it remotely, you know, if we need to. And it is still great that we can have that. Mm-hmm. But it's just you, you get to see people's body language. Yep. You, you get to pick up on, you know, cues mm-hmm. and, um, you know, when you can't visually see the person, it, it's 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 not that you don't get value out of your discussion, mm-hmm. but it's just it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't. And but one thing I will say is that like, I mean, right now we're in a Zoom world, right? Still five months into this, most things are still in. And and like my thing is like, for me, it it, I prefer to still be connected, right? So I'm gonna put as much effort as I can to stay connected with people. Yes. Even if it is via Zoom, right? Because that's that's the only way I can get something out of just the world that we live in when it comes to staying connected with people, keeping up with things, being able to interact with church in some way or interact with friends. Okay. We can do podcasts and not postpone a a week on recording an episode because we can't get together in person. We can just go online and it's super convenient. Right. Oh yeah. And, and just using it as another tool, right? And it's interesting because, like, I hear a lot of people say, just Zoom fatigue is kicking in, I'm done with Zoom, and then they just completely disconnect, and then two weeks later you hear, man, I feel so disconnected right now. It's like, yeah, you unplugged yourself. What do you expect, yeah, right? It's a double-edged sword. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but, yeah, no, 
talking about something that will never get canceled in the digital world, we got to talk about Disney Plus real quick because oh, love Disney Plus. Yes, well, you have Disney Plus. I use Cody's Disney Plus. Uh, I will shamelessly. I say do. That. I do Disney love. Will probably kick me off of his profile, and I'd have to get my own account for whatever. I do love Disney Plus, although we haven't watched it since. And I've so I watched it because the Mandalorian. Okay. You know, I I had it for that, but I also watch it for other Star Wars shows, Rebels, mm-hmm. um, Clone Wars, Clone Wars, um, which the final season came out and during quarantine, right? Yes, it was great, and it was awesome. I finished it in two days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> wish I would have spread it out more. But um, did, you, um, did you ever get into the resistance? Did you try to watch it and find it was too kiddish? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who I found out is a voice on that show? Um, the guy who plays Turk on Scrubs. Donald, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he was in. He was in. Remember the Titans? Yeah. He was Petey in Remember the Titans? Yeah, he's a voice. He's a voice actor on that show. I did not realize that. I did not. And it like kind of I heard either. it on. So him and Zach Braff do a uh, real real friends fake doctors podcast or fake doctors real friends podcast where they rewatch an episode of Scrubs and then talk about it on the podcast. Um, which Scrubs for me was like my first like love when it came to comedy TV. I loved Scrubs. Um, I honestly think it's one of the best TV shows that have ever come out because it was awesome. Yeah. And um, and he, he mentioned that on the podcast, and I'm like, now I really want to go watch The Resistance. I hated it when I first watched it, but now I just want to find out who he is on the show. Did you figure it out? No, I haven't looked it up. <laughs> yeah, I I tried. It was a little more – it was a little too kiddish for, for, yeah. for my liking, um, which I know there's people out there I that like would be an- like – animation style. I thought it was. I thought it was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Okay, so obviously, uh, Rebels and Clone Wars very close were animated. Yeah, but they didn't feel as cartoonish. Right. You know, um, as the Resistance did. Mm-hmm. But I think I think it's because the Resistance is geared towards ch- like younger children. Yeah. And like, so you have. The brighter colors, the brighter light, right? Everything pops out a little bit more. You have yeah. more defined lines when it comes to just the shadows and how people look, right? And I, I, I thought it was a. It almost seemed like it was a moving comic book when I watched it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I just had a different viewpoint towards it, and um, so that you know that was it for you know Star Wars. Um, you know, until the last movie came out, mm-hmm. um, the Rise of Skywalker, which was the last topic we talked about on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, which have you watched it since we saw it in theaters? No, no, no? I, I, I haven't. Okay, because I watched it once. Since I thought came. about it, and I actually went to Wizard World, I believe okay. it's called. Um, bef- you know, man, I don't even remember where, when it was, but. Um, that's where you get that tiny Power Ranger magnet on your fridge. Right? Yes, that's yeah, where so I got the little thing. Power Ranger. I actually have Star Wars themed coasters too. Ooh, interesting. Uh, 
I'm just gonna say something really quick. If anybody's watching the video feed and they see me standing up and reaching to the camera, it's because the camera cuts out every 20 minutes. So I have to restart the recording. <laughs> so if you hear something go, that's the camera turning off the recording. And I hope it didn't do that because I can't hear it with my headphones on. <laughs> see, this is all experimental. Yes, all yes experimental. we are learning. Um, but yeah, there was Rebel Force Radio was there. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Um, so I got to sit into a live podcast re- Ooh, uh, recording. I had a blast. Yeah. Lauren was with me. She's a great sport. Um, she did she not. She up with us with our Star Wars stuff. Like we got we got a game called Star Wars Legion sitting right next to us. I think I got a piece of game. Like, whoop, I just dropped a ton of cards. Great. We did. I forgive you. Um, anyway, so so yeah, we're gonna play this after we finish recording this episode, and it's probably gonna take us what like two and a half hours to play a game. At, at least because it's been a while since last time we played, yep. and I only vaguely remember parts of it. So it's a lot of fun. You know, we yep. don't we we play, but we don't play like officially to a degree. That's true. Um, we follow we, as many rules as we can remember. Yeah, and we might stretch a little bit, but, you know, we're just having fun. Um, But I got to, you know, see them and Mm -hmm. them, you know, and them talk, you know, with their podcasts. I bet their setup is so much nicer than ours. Oh, it's so much nicer. The production value is, is, it's there. Um, But, you know, they're, I mean, they they know a lot about Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a book out. To encourage everyone to read. I forget what it is. I'll have to look it up. But you know, there's just. I mean, you can ask questions. I mean, it was oh, really, cool. really cool. Um, and I thought about going back and actually just putting everything in order, mm-hmm. starting from the beginning, mm-hmm. just watching and reading, yeah. and going through everything and trying yeah. to you know put stuff together. See if there's anything that I can pick up on that other people missed. Mm-hmm. And I I know we've talked about this before, and I wasn't, and I know I'm not the only person, but the ghost mm-hmm. was in Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Yes, it was. And for any naysayers out there who are listening, that are saying that it could be just a similar ship, I remember distinctively. I forget the episode, mm-hmm. but when they talked about that ship was a cargo ship modified mm-hmm. for Combat. it. For combat, yep. for its purpose. So, is there some sort of po- possibility that yes, somebody did it to another mm-hmm. sh- ship? I, I, actually, I thought I thought Disney came out and said it was the ghost. I, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into that, but into I don't that. care what anyone says. It's the ghost, um, and I am very eager to see them expand on rebels. You know, our, well, we talked about this before but like they've announced a sequel show to rebels which i totally so, can't wait so hopefully thrawn and ezra come back and they expand sabine's story arc and but like supposedly like they're not the main focus of this the show but it's going to take place after rebels and involve a lot of the people from rebels yeah and i i, I think a big thing is obviously because they're going to start spoiler alert hunting down ezra yeah, yeah. um but you know one one thing we also talked about too is standalone films and series um, mm-hmm. from Disney and Star Wars, and you know we had Solo, 
Yep. And um, we're gonna have a solo too, apparently. Yeah, apparently there's gonna be a sequel. Um, but mad about that. No, no, I I thought solo was great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Um, but whenever there's like a standalone or anything like that, it's always of the good guy. Yeah. You know, like they did. You know, Han Solo is is an interesting story, so mm-hmm. I understand it. And for a while, it was rumored about uh, Boba Fett. Yep. Um, which anyone who knows me and knows my love for Star Wars is he is my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love that. And I, I would really like that too. You know, they're, they're all, they're doing the standalone series about the Mandalorian, which mm-hmm. gives like a Mandalorian perspective, you know, mm-hmm. bounty hunter, you know, stuff like that. Um, but again, you know, if, if I were to argue with somebody, Boba Fett's not a villain. He's mm-hmm. like a neutral character. He's a bounty hunter. You right. pay him some money, he'll he'll right. work either side. Um, Han Solo, you could argue that, but he helped the resistance. You know, he helped well, well, I mean, the rebels. He might have started off as a neutral character, but by the end of the tr- original trilogy, he was full blown. Exactly, rebel. which makes yeah. him a actually by the end of the first, uh, by the end of A New Hope. He was a full Yeah, which rebel. which would make him a hero. Right. Okay, so you have yeah. your your hero standalone. Um, but one character, and I know you love this, that I would love to see, and I, and I know there's literature about it, mm-hmm. but I want to see a film, and that is Grandmaster Thrawn. Yes. Or, I'm sorry, Grandmaster. Grand, Grand Admiral, Admiral Thrawn. Thrawn. Forgive me, yes. Star Wars nerds out there. I messed that up. Um, That's okay. But yes, Grand Admiral Thrawn. I think that would be an amazing movie, mm-hmm. and I I think it would be great. I just if it's based off the Thrawn novel, I think it would be phenomenal because it just gives the entire background of Thrawn. Now I I don't have an actor's name in mind. Mm-hmm. I can just picture, so I'll have to research and try to find it or uh, who the guy is. But I there is somebody that I think would make an awesome Thrawn. Do okay. you have any ideas of who you would pick? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know who I would pick. Like, so here's the issue is that Rebels kind of cemented how Thrawn sounds in my head, right? So, it's really hard to find somebody who sounds like that voice actor. Who would be, like, so I don't know if they dub over. um, Well, they plan on doing that with Ahsoka. Yeah, that's supposedly what they're going to do with Ahsoka. That would be really cool if they could figure out how to do it. That's what they did with um, Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One. Yeah, with the CGI. Where they had... The voice was a different person than the person who was actually the image that you saw on screen. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so so if they can figure out how to do it, that'd be great. Don't worry about the cat. He's not going to knock anything over. That thing weighs like 30 pounds. Word chewing aspect. Oh, whatever. Um, the, the cat's chewing up on my camera bag right now, but whatever. It's the bag I've had for like six years. I I don't care. Um, no the. So like, looks wise, someone that I think would be. Have you ever watched Suits? 
Um, no, I don't think I have. Okay. So, like, I'm thinking either Harvey from Suits with a, sh- like, buzz cut, right? I think that would be an interesting character, like, interesting person to cast. But I'm also thinking the guy who's on Mad Men. Hmm. The main character in Mad I've Mad never Men. seen Mad Men. Okay. Um, um, I, well, while you were, while I was listening to you, I, I figured out who it was that I was yeah. thinking. And obviously it'd be a hairstyle change okay. and he'll be painted blue. Right. William Defoe. Oh. Okay. And just, just, just for visual, I have a picture. Okay. Got okay. the pointy nose, the noise, nice. pointy nose. Um, I think, and he's he's a really great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and when when I sat and thought about it, is I know he can do voices because he did Green Goblin. Right. Yep. I think it's. Uh, give me a second. Where's the guy? So like this guy. Oh, okay. I could, I could see that. Yeah, right. yeah. In blue, I but but, him- but then again, he's got to be able to do a voice. I, I I don't know what he sounds like. Right. So you know, um, but appearance, I could see it. Yeah, ba- just based on appearance. Suits, I'm telling, uh, uh, not Suta. I don't know. Suta is a city in Japan, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> the more uh, you know. Yeah, I know, right? Um, also, if you Google suits. Without putting TV on it, all you get is pictures of suits. <laughs> but I'm thinking this guy right here. You know, he's got the facial structure for yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. Hundred percent. He has the like facial those cheekbones. For... Cheekbones are perfect. Mm-hmm. For he he has the facial structure for Thrawn. He does not have the voice though. But like well, the... well, the thing is, is though, even you know. Like I said, they plan on doing it mm-hmm. for Ahsoka, um, which I am very happy with that because, mm-hmm. again, Ahsoka is another character to me mm-hmm. that has a distinct voice. Right. Um, and even Obi-Wan, you know, n- mm-hmm. you know, nowadays. Um, I really think that they could do and find a good voice actor to dub over the voice. I mean, they... They they still have uh, James Earl Jones, mm-hmm. you know. Granted, Vader had a mask on, and you know that probably made it a lot easier. But it's possible. Yeah. Why not? I mean, the guy's got good cheekbones. So I, I just I just realized the camera wasn't recording, <laughs> so we won't have a visual. Which which is fine, and okay. and, and to be honest, I didn't think we would. We would put out a visual right. yet. I mean, I mean, I, the this test was more it. just for us, but yeah, okay. Video, video expert Josh here dropping the ball on the first you know try. What it was? So we broke for food in the middle of this recording. Which, to be honest, we weren't going to break right no. away, but there was an issue. And you want to realize? So it went out of live view. Where like you can see the screen in the back, and you need that to be up for it to record the video. And I, I didn't turn it back on when we came back. <laughs> <laughs> and that was at least a half an hour ago, almost maybe thirty minutes. Uh, it's like twenty minutes ago. Uh, I'm going with thirty. 
<laughs> but it is what it is. It's it's all just experimentation yes. for us. So yes. So um, we're, we're 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 playing around, but yeah, no. So they announced Bad Batch as a series. I am very excited about right? that. For the people who don't know, those are um, they're from Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. They they made their introduction in, um, season in season seven, and basically they were defective, quote unquote. Uh, they were heavily modified clones who were specialized in doing things. Yeah, yeah, but they, but the, you know, they they started because they were defective, right? You know, um, they didn't, you know, they had differences, you know, because obviously a clone is they're they're all supposed to look alike. These guys don't look like. Yeah, they anything. were yeah. they were different, um, but they did some crazy things, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited for them to expand on that as well. Um, but. Um, what else about Disney Plus other than Star Wars? Oh, so let's see here. We had Hamilton drop. That was supposed to be released in theaters, and they dropped on Disney Plus. Did you watch it? Did you guys watch Hamilton? No, like I said, I haven't. Oh I haven't even goodness. turned on the app. Dude, I watched it and I watched it again, and then I listened to it and then I watched it again. It I, I totally get the hype that was surrounding that musical. It is very well done. Yeah. It is the music's really good. The way that they filmed it. Like so they filmed it in a way apparently it was like over multiple days. So they did two live performances and then they did they filmed like a closed performance where they could get a camera crew on the stage and do close-ups and um it just it it works so well. Okay. Um, so I watched that. That was really cool. But so like that was one of the things Disney was supposed to release in theaters, but COVID kind of pushed them to release it on the Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, but did you see the the news about Mulan? Um, I did I told not. You about it? Yes, right? you told me about it, yeah. but I didn't see it. Yeah. So Mulan was another movie that was supposed to release this summer from Disney. And they were going to, it was going to go to theaters, right? And what ended up happening, what Disney's decided to do is they're going to release it on Disney Plus. But if you want to watch it the day it releases, you got to pay $29.99. And then you will own a license to watch that movie forever on Disney Plus, even if you cancel your subscription. But... Dude, do you think twenty nine ninety nine is a like? I think that's a ridiculous number. Um, well, if you think about it, how much would it cost to say take a family of four to the movie? Well, okay, that's the argument I always hear people say, right? Yeah, it's like how much would it cost to take a family of four to the movie theater to watch a movie? And the reality is, it would cost you at least forty dollars. And Without popcorn or concessions. Once, once you, um, which you know the popcorn concessions doesn't go to to the movie anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, just the ticket. But, right. um, and so they obviously know how many um, people have have their service. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but you know, even with that said, is. You, there's one thing to consider that e- even if you take 10 families of four, if half of those families all know each other, mm-hmm. they're having a movie night. Yep. They're 
They're not supposed to be having a movie night. No, COVID, but they're having no, a movie night. But they will. Or even just family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know people who host movie nights. And they have projectors, mm-hmm. and they project them outside. Oh yeah, and it's it's a thing. There's a, there's a family. It's actually really cool. They have like they have the dream backyard for like suburbia. Uh, they live in my neighborhood. They're they're a corner house. Okay, and they have in they have like the the really nice big deck with the string lights. Okay, and the really nice grill sitting on there, and the nice patio furniture. But then when you go into the yard, they got these two huge posts that are probably like 10, 15 feet tall that stick out of their lawn in like this angle and it faces the street. And what they have is their flagpoles and they can, they figure, they rigged it so that you can pull a, a, like a white sheet up and have it taunt so it doesn't have any wrinkles in it. And they bring out their projector with the speaker and they project movies and then have it like project like it's it's like sitting in an in a drive-in movie yeah. theater essentially in their backyard. And once a week they're out there right now because the weather's really nice and they got the five kids for theirs and then like six, seven other kids, like they're all playing and stuff. The movie comes on and they're there with popcorn just sitting in the yard. That's awesome. I'm doing TV. it. And I'm so jealous. Every time I walk past that yard, I'm like, man, I wish I had a family like that when I was a kid. This is awesome. Like, I wish I had a family right now. <laughs> well, well, one day you, you will be able to do that, Josh. And I tell you what, I am going to make it happen at my house. Ooh, fun. Definitely you are my house too. right now formally invited to movie night at Sean's house. Deal. I just, we I'm just got to get there. I'm excited about that. That's going to be great. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like I get it. It's them trying to reduce the losses on making this movie because this movie costs them a ton of money to make, and for them to put it out on Disney Plus, it's not like they're making extra money if they were to just release it. So it's their way of trying to make something, right? Well, yeah, and and you know, so okay, so there's multiple ways a movie makes Mm -hmm. money, right? Okay, so we already touched on one, right? Okay, so now that it's not in theaters mm-hmm. um, and most people are looking at things digitally mm-hmm. um, is a- another way they make money is DVDs yeah. and Blu-ray mm-hmm. and digital download. Yeah, so and or digital downloads. And th- th- this is just the same thing. I, yeah. I don't think it's. Well, so so box office, the way I've always viewed it is that when it comes to th- theatrical releases for movie the box office is what makes it's what determines whether or not you're breaking even or making money on the movie absolutely the box office is just cover the cost of production Mm -hmm. so everything else after that is pure profit at that point right yeah so disney i think is trying to save itself from the losses of not being able to put a movie out on on yeah, and right. and then to be clear, it's just on that specific thing because right. let, let, let's be honest, just the subscription base alone, they're making bank. They're they're making killing. I mean, with yeah. what Disney has done and continues to do is, they're not going to lose money right. per se. Um, so so when Josh and I are are talking about losing money, it's just specifically for this one project. For this one right. one 
project. So um, I really don't see an issue with it because, mm-hmm. you know, e- even without digital, you know, and you wanted to go and own the thing mm-hmm. to have, watch it whenever you want. It cost you $25 on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. I, I would go buy a Blu-ray or mm-hmm. a DVD and, you know, it. that's right. just, it is what it is. Now, here's the question that I had with this was, do you think Mulan is the right movie for them to test this out on? Because you have what? Um, yes. Really? Yes. Why do you say that? You sound surprised. Yeah, I am surprised because Disney has, what, Black Widow and all of these other movies in the pipeline that I think they could have actually gotten people to pay money. To um. Absolutely, um, you know, but at the same time, is there, there there's another side to the to Disney fans, and you know, outside of Star Wars, mm-hmm. outside of the MCU, uh, yeah, the MCU and all and all that, um, and that's you know, movies like mm-hmm. Mulan, you know, these animated movies that are now being made live action Mm -hmm. you know the jungle book you know dumbo you know aladdin which made bang aladdin people love this thing no Um, but it it was it was i I thought it was good production i I liked it i didn't watch it i i did not get around to watching it yeah i mean it it wasn't my favorite but Mm -hmm. you know i enjoyed watching it um wasn't danny devito in that i don't even remember (laughs) apparently it was a memorable movie uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna, you know, go out of my way to rewatch right. it. You know. No. I, um, but um, r- real quick, what what I what I mean is, is you have that audience too, and like we've already talked about the climate of our world, or at least specifically in the United States with, you know, diversity and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Is you're making a cartoon movie into a live action depicting a minority as the lead role mm-hmm. and um if it you know you can you can consider it pandering if you want but i think if 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 that is the case i think mulan is better than black widow starring scarlett johansson okay if that makes sense yeah that makes sense that makes sense i just it's it's interesting to me because like so this this movie, one thing that people are not really excited about, and Lauren and I were talking about this, was just how a lot of the music might be different. Mushu's not in the movie. Um, like, honestly, like, the expectation for this movie was it's going to be like a second Crazy Rich Asians movie when it comes to success at the box office. Um, and I, like... Like, you see, like, it just surprises me that Disney would release it like this instead of just waiting for a theatrical release. Just, like, what they're doing with the Top Gun sequel. Because that got pushed back to December. Bond got pushed back to, um, got pushed back indefinitely until this, until movie theaters reopen. I mean, there's a lot of movies that they've just kind of said, hold off, we're not releasing this yet. Because we want to make up, we want to make the box office money, at the box office. And and you know what, you know now now that you mentioned that is, you know I can see that too. Mm-hmm. And you know what I would have pushed for as one of these big things mm-hmm. is, um, 
we already talked about it, driving movies. Right. You know, for for a while, that was rumored that these things are going to come back. Right. Pe- people were doing well, they're, they're even bad. with people boats. Are, people are there. Right I, now. I I mean I mean not 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 back that people aren't going because they mm-hmm. they've still been around. Right. I mean you could always go to a drive-in, but I mean like like big time come right. back. Like mm-hmm. like if you go see a movie, there there was no let's go into a theater. No, it's right. you're going, going to a drive-in. Um, you didn't grow up in the Cleveland area, did you? You I grew, grew up, up in, Akron. in Akron. Yes. Right. Okay. Was there like a drive-in that everybody went to down there? Um. So a little before my time, there was um, the gala. Okay. I believe it was. It's on a triplet. Um, but I know of the only one we really went to was in Barberton, Magic City. Okay. Okay. So like, I grew up in Cleveland, and I remember, so, Tiedemann in Memphis in Brooklyn. Ohio actually there, there was the Memphis Road drive-in theater that I remember always being packed whenever we drove past it always it was and and that place shut down 25 years ago now no not 25 20 years ago now um, but like American Greetings I remember in their parking their headquarters parking lot they had like three or four drive-in movie screens and they would do it on the weekends um, but that was also I mean, those places almost exclusively showed older movies. They never did new releases. Yeah, there there are very few. Magic right. City would do new ones, but it was um, it was after they left theaters. Right. So because then the you licensing know, costs would go down. Right? Yeah, and so what what we would do is you know if there was some movies we wanted to see, we we wouldn't go see them in theaters, mm-hmm. and you know we we did like. Uh, you know, going to a drive-in mm-hmm. and stuff, and you would really make a night of it because when you went to a drive-in, you bought two movies. Yeah. Um, and it would be two new movies that were no longer in theaters, mm-hmm. but you haven't seen them yet. Right. Um, and of course, you know, there are times where it's like, uh, we don't want to go to the drive-in, pay for snacks, you know, blah blah blah. It, you know, and then you would rent it. Mm-hmm. Or, um, but I would love to see a strong comeback of movie theaters yeah. or not movie theaters, driving uh, yeah. movies. And I just think it's, it, it's awesome. You know, you don't, you're in your own vehicle, mm-hmm. um, you know, or a bed of a truck mm-hmm. or in the back of an SUV with it open. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember going to drive-ins and seeing people in pickup trucks and they'd have they'd blow up an air mattress before the first yep. movie and have blankets and pillows and and food and you know um you know and have their speaker hooked up next to them but even when you're in your car you have the speaker that mounts to the window mm-hmm. or you tune into a radio station mm-hmm. and you got your audio that way but you didn't have to worry about other people ruining the movie for you and i, I know for a while there was this thing floating around back when uh endgame came out Mm -hmm. and spoil it well not not even just spoiling it but it was you know one person complain like on one hand it was someone complaining about when tony stark i I think enough time has passed i'm gonna say tony stark right iron man had and and the theater just erupts right and the person was complaining is like I didn't pay f- to go movie and see this and then it flips it's like this is exactly why because right. 
all these fans were waiting for this. Right. And as a collect and yes, and as a collective, they were all sharing and experiencing it together mm-hmm. that yeah, that was a great thing, but the, you know, there are people out there that would rather you know, not have any interruptions and you don't get that at a drive-in right. theater. You're in right. your car mm-hmm. unless some jerk decides to start beeping their horn. <laughs> Can you imagine that scene at a drive-in movie theater and everybody just starts setting off their car alarms? Oh, in excitement! I totally crazy. Could see that happening. I could, I could see it happening. And you know what? Like, like I said, I'm one of those people that's like, I, I personally wouldn't mind that because that was a huge, oh yeah, moment, a oh, huge yeah. moment. Um, but yeah, I there's there's, I I like drive-in movies. Okay. I, I want them to come back like in full force. You know what's interesting is because of COVID and the gathering restrictions, drive-in church has become a thing. Really? Which I think is, yeah, I've heard of multiple churches in our area where they invest in the drive-in movie theater technology so you can just tune into your radio and you can listen to the pastor standing on the stage across the parking lot. That's, that's cool. And, and like they have the band in the auditorium socially distanced on the stage playing and it's projected on the screen and then the pastor comes out and he's preaching on the stage at the end of the parking lot and that's he's projected on the screen so everybody can watch him and it's literally like you just go and you just sit in your car and hang out and talk to people and you know talk to your neighbor on your left and your right like sunday morning (laughs) yeah and you know what i'm glad that people can do that um but I think they need to open churches. Yeah. It's, it's, if you. It's just tough because like, I mean, like that one case that came out last week where church opened up and 91 people got sick. And it's just like. Well, you know, and, and, and part of that is, is so we, it's a separate conversation. Right. So I won't even get, you know, get into the logistics of it, but there's requirements and guidelines that you can set out to keep your doors open. Mm-hmm. And if you want your doors open, then put these guidelines in place, right. um, whether you agree with them or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, as someone that can't really wear a mask because of my health is, you know, obviously I have my opinion, but, you know, it it, it is what it is, right. you know. Um I just I just feel like if, if, if we can go to the store and they can tape the floor and tell you where to stand and keep you, you know, one way aisles and six foot mm-hmm. you so know six foot separation. Yeah. I think people should be able to do it. And you know what? Something that the church can do is if you have one service, open up two. To two. You or know. Three. Or to three, you know, do, do what it takes. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, I mean, that's society as a whole right now where it's like, people are just like, you like people don't want to adapt to the environment. Right. Like movie theaters are still closed. Right. And it's instead of doing granted, there's only so much time in a day. So you, but it's like, why don't you open a matinee earlier? Right. And, and have more showings of a movie. But then that gets into the whole licensing contracting stuff. But, it, I mean, there's just a lot of things where, like, I hear a lot of people complaining, especially on social media, taking this conversation back to that, right? And it's like, it's like yeah, you, 
you're trying to make a point, I get it, but what are you doing to make a difference and to change, to to adapt and to operate in this new environment, right? Because right now it doesn't look like COVID's going anywhere anytime soon. No. And, you know, so was it Cinemark and Strongsville? Mm-hmm. They, you know, you buy your seat online. Right. So just make seats unavailable, right? Yeah, yeah. So you got to think each seat is, um, let's just say, about two feet wide. About two and a half. Okay. So let's let's just keep it simple and say two feet. Okay. okay. So seat number one, row one, you can place a person. Okay. Skip three or so seats. Mm-hmm. Place somebody else. Mm-hmm. Skip three seats. Now here's the place issue with that else. though is that because now that Cinemark is super super nice and has the recliners in it right you can fit you can't fit that many people into a theater and what ends up happening is so like like if you socially distance them like i can't remember what the it was really when they moved over to those recliners like i think it went from like 100 people or 150 people could watch a movie at a time to like 60 okay and then if you're cutting out a if you're going to cut out 40, let's say you cut out a third of, or two-thirds of the seats to socially distance, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking, that's 20 seats available per showing, right? So that's that's where the inner accountant in me comes in, and the cost accounting kind of kicks in. It's like, okay, how much does that theater pay per showing to show a movie? with the licensing costs, right? How much? So as, a, as an organization, it becomes a question of how much money are we gonna make if we can fill up half those seats? If we can fill up the 10 seats, how much money do we make? If I'm not making enough to cover the cost of showing that movie, I'm not showing the movie. Oh, no, yeah, <laughs> and no, I, I understand that. So, um, you and know, I think and- that's where they're stuck right now is our state has come out with social guidelines, social distancing guidelines for different businesses and what you can and cannot do. And I think at this point, it's movie theaters cannot afford. They can't afford the cost of showing a movie with the number of people that they potentially. Can so let see. me let me ask you this is is how much would you say it costs to show a movie one time? I have no idea. OK, I know. I know like for like historically so the way that the licensing agreement goes is like the first three weeks of movies out the studios making 90 something percent off the ticket okay the cost of the ticket and the movie theater is only making like two percent and then after like four weeks that's when it switches and now the movie theater is making more, more of the money off the cost of the ticket so, I mean, movie theaters, it's known fact. They make all their profit from concessions. Right, right. And that's and 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 you know, I was going to get into, you know, doing more than than, than right. just doing, you know, selected seating. You know, right. that that's just one avenue. Right. Okay. But like in a state like ours, if you're not designated a restaurant, you can't serve food. You can't consume food within it. Really? Yeah. So like like you can like, so we have, like, the supermarkets, like, the, the market district in Strongsville. Okay, they have a Starbucks within the store, right? You can buy the Starbucks, 
in the store. You can buy your cup of Starbucks in the store. You are not allowed to drink it in the store. Costco took away all the tables in their food court area in Strongsville because in the state of Ohio, because they're designated a grocery store, okay, you can buy the food from the food court, but you can't eat it in the building. Hmm. So Well, that changes things yeah, because I, mean, I was going to incorporate concessions and higher ticket prices, right? but include, you know, you, you, you get... Uh, a popcorn and a drink, mm-hmm. you know, because they they pay so little yeah. for, you know, the sodas and the popcorn, mm-hmm. and they make a killing on with how, with what oh, they yeah. charge it for. It's so thousand percent markup. Or something yeah, it's like that. it's it's, it's astronomical. Yes. But you know, so so there would be a way to you know for them to make their money. And you know, another thing I thought of is it would. Probably not so much now, but like in the summertime, it probably would have been good if they were able to do something like that is so one way to, you know, and of course, I'm not an expert. This is just me just spitballing, thinking uh, I'm a know-it-all. I know I'm not, but, you know, just brainstorming is in the summer, if you were able to do this and depending on how much you pay for a license and you want to make as much money per showing is show it more and one way you can do that is um 24 hours because during the summer there 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 i mean just just think about even not during the summer about how many people go to midnight releases how many people will wait so if if there's limited seating and everything like that and people want to do the theater experience and they people are going to want to go there are people out there um, don't know the number. Don't know if this is even possible. It's just an idea that would probably I probably would for a certain movie. I would wait and I would buy a ticket and I would go and you know I would go late after midnight. Okay. After hours. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would go sleep. Actually, no, I don't. I'd stay up until one all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about to say. <laughs> But, you know, but that's, uh, again, you know, guys, that's just, that's just me. Obviously, there's people who are in the industry that know a lot more than I yeah, do. Yeah, that's the thing. They're, like, we don't they're know far what more educated. Like. We yeah. don't know what the, the marketing, like, because the marketing team's the one that determines, like, they're the ones who make the estimations of who's going to You know, show up. absolutely. And, you know, we can have ideas and we can express them, but, you know, guys, and that's and that was the you know the important thing you know we were talking about earlier with social media is we understand we're not the experts we understand we really for lack of better words we don't know what we're talking about right. when it comes to that but it's fun to talk about it's fun to come up with ideas it's fun to speculate but at the end of the day we understand that you know we're not the ones making the decisions mm-hmm. we know we don't know it all and um, you know so just in case anyone's out there thinking that you know ill right. of us you know that's not our intention you know yeah. so anyway we're almost at one minute and one hour and 30 minutes so i think we should probably wrap this up uh we got a game of legion to play so. we do we right. do we gotta do that um but any last words um yeah famous last words famous As we finish last words. up this experimental episode yeah um, um, Josh and Sean without Cody. Yes. And having to learn all the audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So, you know, I just, you know, everyone listening, you know, who listened to Raking Coals um, or even listened to the after Sunday discussion here, um, we're back. Um, we're going to try our, our utmost best to come out with weekly content. And, you know, like we've previously stated in this episode, we are trying new things. Um, we're going to try to bring some sort of video. Mm-hmm. Um, we are pr- going to try to change things up a little bit. Sometimes yep. it'll be discussion. We might even record different things. We don't know yet. There's mm-hmm. a lot for us to discuss, a lot for us to go over and, and talk about. Um, so, you know, it's it's been fun. It's going to be fun. Please look forward to it. And, you know, we're always open to uh, feedback and ideas. But hopefully we can bring something uh, new um, and something that you guys will enjoy watching or listening to. Sounds good. I think it's good to end right there. So we will talk to you later. This is Sean and Josh from the After Sunday Discussion, which is part of the E43 Collective. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Um, you can also find us on our website, which is e43collective.com. No spaces, no capitalizations. All our previous episodes are there. All our episodes of Ranking Coal, you can find there. You can find the blog posts that we have written there. Um, you can listen to other episodes of this with different people. Um so please check us out if you enjoyed this please let us know if you want us to change something we are game for anything because this is this is a season of change for this podcast absolutely so send us your feedback tell us on our website tell us on an apple podcast review or a spotify podcast instagram instagram facebook instagram now you can you can find us on facebook um talking about social media right yeah um so best place to fi- to contact us though is on the website using the contact form it automatically goes to my email address and then i just send it to everybody else when we get stuff so uh yes thank you for listening and this is us signing off goodbye <laughs>